Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats the Series. I'm your host, Sharpstar, um, and before we start reading today's chapter, I, um, want to give a shout out to Willisgar, um, I think that's, uh, his name, um, his or her name, uh, thank you for supporting my podcast. Okay, let's get started. Okay, let's start reading. Blue, uh, we're gonna, uh, by the way, uh, we're gonna read, um, chapter two. Um, last time, um, there was, um, actually, let's see here. Oh, yeah, Fireheart, um, took, uh, t- told Blue Star about Tiger Claw's, um, and about how Tiger Claw might try taking over the clan, um, or how dangerous he is, um, but yeah, okay, let's get started. <clears throat> We're gonna read chapter two. Blue Star halted at, at on the edge of the clearing with her clan lined up beside her. Some of the cats from the River Clan and Shadow Clan turned and acknowledged their arrival. Where did you disappear to, Gray Stripe? Uh, appeared at Fireheart's shoulder. Fireheart shook his head. Doesn't matter. He was still tr- troubled and confused by his conversation with Blue Star, and and felt glad when Gray Stripe didn't press press him, turning his head again instead to peer around the clearing. Hey, look! He meowed. Shadow Clan cats are looking stronger than I thought they would. After all. Blue Star left them half-starved. Oh, wait. No. Let me... Wait. After all, Broken Star left them (laughs) half-starved. It wasn't Blue Star. Fireheart followed his gaze to the sleek ShadowClan warrior. You're right, he agreed, surprised. Mind you, we did do most of their fighting for them, scoffed Graystripe. Fireheart's amused purr was interrupted by Whitestorm. The Shadowclan cats fought as hard as we did to chase out Broken Star. We should honor their the, their determination to recover, he meowed sternly, before padding over to a group of warriors gathered, gathered beneath one of the great oaks. Oops, mewed Graystripe with a guilty glance at Fireheart. The young warriors stayed up on the edge of the clearing. Fireheart could easily pick out the apprentice from the other clans. Their fur looked kit soft, their faces round, and their paws plump and clumsy. Two warriors approached, Graystripe and Fireheart. Oh, two warriors approached Graystripe and Fireheart. A small brown apprentice tagged after them. Fireheart recognized the gray tabby Tom from Shadowclan, but not the smoky black Tom who walked with him. Hi, mewed the gray Tom. Hello, Wetfoot, replied Fireheart. He glanced at the dark brown cat. Wetfoot meowed. This is Black Claw of River Clan. Graystripe and Fireheart nodded their greetings. The apprentice stepped timidly forward. This is my apprentice, Oakpaw, added Wetfoot. Oakpaw looked at, up at Fireheart with wide, anxious eyes. Hi, Fireheart, he mewed. Fireheart me- nodded his head in greeting.
I hear Blue Star made your warriors after the, made you warriors after the battle. Meowed Wetfoot. Congratulations. It must have been a cold vigil. It was, Graystrip agreed. Who was that? Fireheart broken. A sleek she cat oh sorry. Who's that? Fireheart broken. A sleek she cat with a molted brown pelt had caught his attention. She was staring sharing words with Tiger Claw beside the great rock that stood in the center of the clearing. That's Leopard for our deputy, growled River Clan warrior. Fireheart's first different as as he thought about the previous River Clan deputy, Oakheart, and how he had died in battle with ThunderClan. He was saved from having to say anything by Blue Star's bounding. He was saved from having to say anything by Blue Star. Blue Star's bounding onto the top of the rock to start the meeting. Two other cats joined her, and one of them, an elderly black tom, sounded the call for the cats to gather beneath the, the rock. Fireheart recognized the black tom and couldn't help feeling surprised. Had Old Night Pelt become Shadow Clan's leader since Broken Star had fled? When the cats had settled in front, front of the Great Rock, Blue Star spoke. Thunder Clan brings, brings to this gathering its new medicine cat, Yellowfang, she announced formally. She paused while all eyes turned to the old she cat with the thick fur, flat, flattened muzzle, flat and flattened muzzled. Fireheart noticed her shuffle, shuffle her haunches on the hard ground. Early in, in his apprenticeship, he had spent almost a whole moon nursing the she cat back tails after she had come to the Thunderclan camp. <clears throat> now he could tell by the way her right ear twisted slightly that she was uncomfortable under the gaze of the other cats. Yeah. Yellowfang had been been a medicine cat to Shadowclan, and cats hardly ever left a clan, one clan to join another. She looked, she looked around the crowd slowly until she met the gaze of Running Nose, Shadowclan's new medicine cat. There was a brief pause, then they exchange, exchanged a respectful nod. Yellowfang's ears stra- straightened, and Fireheart relaxed. <coughs> Blue Star spoke again. We also bring two newly named warriors, Fireheart and Graystripe. Fireheart felt, held his ho- head high, but as he fell, all eyes turned to him. A surge of self-consciousness made his tail flick nervously. Nightpelt stepped forward, brushing past Blue Star to stand on the highest part of the rock. I, Nightpelt, Night have taken over the leadership of ShadowClan, he announced. Our former leader, Broken Star, broke the warrior code, and we were forced to chase him out. No mention of the fact we helped him them do it to do it. Graystripe whispered to Fireheart. Nightpelt continued, The spirits of our ancestors have spoke, spoken to Running Nose and chosen me as leader. I have not yet traveled to Mothermouth to receive the StarClan's gift of nine lives, but I will make this journey tomorrow night while the moon is still full. After my vigil at the Moonstone, I shall be known as Nightstar. 
Where is Broken Star now? called a voice from the crowd. It was Frostfur, the White Thunder Clan Queen. I think we can assume that he has left the forest with the other banished warriors. He know, he knows it w- would be dangerous for him to try to return, answered Nightpelt. I hope so, Fireheart heard Frostfur murmur to, to her neighbor, a plump brown queen. River Clan's leader, Crooked Star, stepped forward. Let's hope Broken Star had the sense to leave the forest for good. His greed for territory threatened us all. Crooked Star waited for the yells of agreement to die down before he went on. While Broken Star was Shadow Clan's leader, I allowed him to hunt in our river. But now Shadow Clan has a new leader, and this agreement can no longer stand. The prey in the river belongs to River Clan alone. Muse of triumph rose from the other River Clan cats, but but Fireheart saw a feeling of alarm that Night Pelt was bristling. Night Pelt raised his voice. Shadow Clan has the same needs as it did under Broken Star. We have many mouths to feed, Crooked Star. You made an agreement with the whole of Shadow Clan. Crooked Star leaped. Crooked Star leaped to his paws and turned on Night Pelt. He flattened his ears and hissed, and the cats below fell silent. Qu- quietly, Blue Star stepped between the two leaders. Shadow Clan has suffered many losses recently. She mewed softly, with a few with fewer mouths to feed. Night Pelt, do you really need River Clan's fish? Crooked Star hissed again, but Night Pelt held his gaze without flinching. Blue Star spoke again. This time, more forcefully, you have just you have just driven out your leader and several of your strongest warriors. And Broken Star went against the warrior code when he forced Crooked Star to agree to share the river. Fireheart swallowed uneasily as he noticed Night Pelt unsheath his claws, but Blue Star didn't blink. Her icy blue gaze glinted in the moonlight as she growled. Remember, you have not yet received your nine lives from Star Clan. Are you still confident that you can make these demands? Fireheart tensed as he felt the bristling of fur around him. The whole crowd was waiting for Nightpelt's response. Nightpelt looked away angrily. His tail flicked from side to side, but he said nothing. Blue Star had won. Her voice softened. We all know Shadow Clan has suffered these past few moons, she meowed. Thunder Clan has agreed to leave you in peace until you have time to recover. She turned her gaze on Crooked Star. I'm sure that Crooked Star will agree to show you the same respect. Crooked Star narrowed his eyes and nodded. But only as long as Shadow Clan is not scented in our territory, he growled. Fireheart relaxed, laying his the fur lie fat, flat on his shoulders. Now that he knew what it was like to fight in a real bat- battle, he admired his leader's courage even more than in challenging these two great warriors. Muffled muse of relief and agreement sounded in, in the crowd as tension of, on the great rock suddenly eased. <clears throat> you won't send us, Crooked Star, meowed Nightpelt. Blue Star was right. We don't need your fish after all. We have the uplands to hunt now that Wind Clan has left its territory. Crooked Star looked at Nightpelt, his eyes brightening. That's true. He agreed. This will mean extra prey for us all. Blue Star drew her head up sharply. No, Wind Clan must return. Crooked Star and Nightpelt looked at the Thunder Clan leader. Why? 
asked Crooked Star. If we share one clan's hunting grounds, it will mean food for all our kits, Nightpel pointed out. The forest needs four clans, Blue Star insisted, just as we have four trees and four seasons. Star Clan has given us four clans. We must find one clan as soon as possible and bring him them and bring them home. The Thunder Clan cats raised their voices up in support of their leader, but Crooked Star's impatient yell rose above them. You, your argument is weak. Blue Star, do we really need four seasons? Wouldn't you rather go without Leaf Bear and the cold hunger it brings? Blue Star looked calmly at the warriors beside her. Star Clan, Star Clan gave us Leaf Bear to let the, the earth recover and prepare for new leaf, leaf. This forest and the uplands have supported four clans for generations. It is not up to us to challenge Star Clan. Leopard, leopard fur river clan's deputy spoke up why should we go hungry for the sake of a clan that we cannot even that cannot even defend its territory she yelled blue star is right when clan must return tiger claw spat drawing himself up so that he towered above the, the cats around him blue star spoke again crooked star she meowed turning to the river clan's leader leader River clans hunting grounds are known for their richness. You will have the river and all the fish it contains. Why do you need extra prey? Crooked Star looked away and didn't answer. Fireheart noticed how River Clan murmured anxiously among themselves. He wondered why Blue Star question had ruffled their fur. And Night Pelt, Blue Star went on. It was Broken Star who drove Wing Clan from its home. The broad-shouldered she-cat paused. That is why ThunderClan helped you to chase him out. Excuse me. Fireheart narrowed his eyes. He knew that Blue Star was gently reminding Nightpel of the debt he owed to ThunderClan. The ShadowClan half closed his eyes. After a silence that felt like an age, Nightpel opened his eyes and wide, eyes wide and meowed. Very well, Blue Star. We will allow one clan to return. Fireheart saw Crooked Star turn his head away in anger. His blacks, his eyes black, black slits. Blue Star nodded. Two of us had have agreed. Crooked Star, she mewed. One clan must be found and brought home. Until then, no clat, no cat clan should hunt in their territory. The gathering began to break up as the cats prepared to travel back to their camps. Fireheart stayed where he was for a moment, watching the leaders on the high, great high, the great rock. Blue Star touched noses with Crooked Star and jumped down to the forest floor. On the rock, Crooked Star turned to Night Pelt. There was something about the look that passed between them that made Fireheart's fur prickle. Could it be that Blue Star did not really have Night Pelt's support after all? Fireheart looked quickly around. He could tell from the anger in the Tiger Claw's eyes that the thun- that ThunderClan's deputy had not missed the- this exchange either. For once, Fire Fireheart shared Tiger Claw's concern. This was a shift in the clan alliances. He had not expected after the risk ThunderClan had taken by Shadow Clan to drive out Broken Star. Could it side with River Clan now? That is the end of chapter two. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back soon bye 
Welcome back, um, from the break. Okay, let's start chapter three. Blue Star led in the way was swiftly back to to camp. The noise of their return woke uh, awoke the cats who had remained behind. As the group streamed through the gorse entrance, sleepy figures began emerging from the dens. What's the news? called Halftail. Was Shadow Clan there? asked Willow Pelt. Yes, it was, Blue Star replied gravely. She strode past Willow Pelt and leaped on, up onto the high rock. There was no need for the customary call for a clan meeting. The cats were already gathering below the, high, the rock. Tigerclaw jumped up beside her. There was much tension between the, the clans tonight. Tonight, Blue Star began, and I became. Blue Star began, and I became aware of the possible, possible, new allegiance between Crooked Star and Nightpelt. Graystripe squeezed into the small space next to Fireheart. What are they talking about? He asked. I thought Nightpelt agreed with Blue Star. Nightpelt. Crooked, crooked one-eyes, ancient voice from the back of the crowd. He has been named as Shadow Clan's new leader. Blue Star explained, but his name hasn't he been accepted by Star Clan yet? Asked One Eye. He plans to travel to the Moonstone tomorrow night. Terraclaw told him, "No, no leaders can speak for their clan at, at a gathering without receiving Star Clan's approval first muttered one eye loudly enough for all the clan all the cats to hear he has the support of shadow clan one eye blue star answered blue star nodding nodding at the old she cat we cannot ignore what he did he said tonight when i gave a disgruntled sniff but blue star lifted her head to address the whole clan at the gathering, I suggested we find we find and bring it home, but Crooked Star and Nightpelt didn't want them to return. They're hard, they are hardly likely to join forces through, or, or they're ha- hardly likely to join f- forces though, are they? Called Graystripe, they they almost had a, a scrap over hunting rights in the river. Fireheart turned to his friend. Don't you see that this looks like they were swapping up by the end of the meeting? They were both desperate to get their paws on one clan's territory. But why? asked Sam Paul, who was sitting beside her mentor, Whitestorm. Whitestorm answered her. I I suspect ShadowClan is not as big as we thought it would be. And Nightpelt seems to have more ambition than any cat expected. But why does River Clan want to hunt Wind Clan's grounds? They have always grown fat on the fish from their precious river, yawed Willow Pelt. The uplands are a long way way to go for a few for a few windblown rabbits. The once beautiful Queen Dappletail spoke up. spoke up in a voice cracked with age at the gathering some of the river clan elders spoke of two legs taking over part of their river that's right added frostfur they say two legs have been living in shelters beside beside the river disturbed disturbing the fish the river clan cats had been had 
the river clan cats have had to hide in the bushes and watch them with empty stomachs. Blue Star looked thoughtful. For now, we must be careful to do nothing that may bring Shadow Clan and River Clan closer together. Go and rest now. River, running Wing and Dustpaw, you will take the Dawn Patrol. Dustpaw, not Dustpaw. A cold breeze rattled the dying leaves and the trees overhead. The cats still murmured amongst themselves. Themselves and went to their dens. For the second time in a row, Fireheart dreamed. He was standing in the dark. The roar and the stench of the Thunderpath was very close by. Fireheart felt himself buffeted by the the blinded by the monsters that roared up and down with glaring eyes. Suddenly, through the den, Fireheart heard the pitiful cry of a young cat. The desperation... Desperate wails sliced through the thundering of the monsters. Fireheart awoke with a start. For a moment, he thought that the cry had woken him, but the only noise that was the muffled snores of the warriors sleeping beside him. A growl came from somewhere near the middle of the den. It sounded like tiger claw. Fireheart felt too unsettled to go back to sleep, so he crept silently out of the den. It was dark outside, but the stars dotted with the black sky told him dawn was still far off. With the wail of a young cat echoing in his mind, Fireheart padded over to the nursery. His ears pricked. He could hear paw steps beyond the camp wall. He sniffed the air. It was just dark striping long tail. Fireheart picked up the, their scents as they guarded Thunderclan's territory. The calm of the sleeping camp soothed Fireheart. Every cat must have nightmares about the Thunderpath, he told himself. He crept he crept back into the den and encircled comfortably back into the nest. Graystripe purred briefly at, in his sleep as Fireheart settled beside him and closed his eyes. Graystripe nose woke him, prodding his side. Leave me alone, Fireheart grumbled. Wake up, Graystripe hissed. Why? We're not on patrol. Fireheart complained. Blue Star wants to see us in her den now. Fuzzy headed, head, yeah, fuzzy headed. Fireheart scrambled to his uh, his paws and followed Graystripe out of the den. The sun was beginning to turn the sky pink, and there was the frost on the trees around the camp. The two cats bounded across the clearing to Blue Star's den and announced their arrival with hushed mews. Enter. It was Tigerclaw's voice that answered from behind the draped luncheon. Alarm swept through Fireheart as he remembered his conversation with Blue Star on the way to the gathering. Had she told Tigerclaw Tiger about executions? Graystripe pushed his way to Blue Star's th- through into Blue Star's tent. Fireheart followed him uneasily. Blue Star was sitting in her nest, her head up and her eyes bright. Tigerclaw stood in the middle of the of the smooth sandstone floor. Fireheart tried to read his expression, but the gray tabby's eyes were as cold and steady as always. Blue Star began at once. Fireheart, Graystripe, I have an important mission for you. A mission? Fireheart echoed. Relief and excitement swept away his anxiety. I want you to find Wind Clan and bring it back to its territory, announced Blue Star. 
Before you get too excited, bear in mind that this could be very dangerous. Tiger Claw growled. We don't know where Wind Clan has gone, so you will pro- you will have to follow what is left of their scent, probably into hostile territory. But you've been through Wind Clan's inter- Wind Clan territory. When you have traveled with me to the Moonstone, Blue Star Blue Star pointed out their scent will be familiar, as will the Two Legs territory beyond the uplands. Will it just be us? asked Fireheart. Are there are other warriors are other warriors are needed here? Meow Tiger Claw. Leaf Leaf Bear is coming, and we need to gather as much fresh kill as possible. Many pray pray poor moons lie ahead. Loose or not. Tiger Claw, will you help prepare for the journey? Fireheart's paws prickled with unease. Lucifer had as much faith in her deputy as ever. Why was Fireheart the only cat in Thunderland who didn't trust Tigerclaw? You must leave as soon as possible, Bluestar continued. Good luck. We'll find them. Graystripe promised, dragging his thoughts back to the journey ahead. Fireheart nodded. Tigerclaw followed them out of Bluestar's den. Do you remember how to get to her, to Wind Clan's territory? Oh yes, Tireclaw. We are we were there only Fireheart interrupted Graystripe's eager reply. Only a few moons ago, he meowed quickly. He flashed a warning glare at his friend. Graystripe had almost given away their journey several nights earlier with Ravenpaw. Tireclaw hesitated. Fireheart held his breath. Had he noticed Graystripe's mistake? And you can you recall when Clan sent the deputy meowed? Fireheart sent sent silent thanks to Star Clan. The young warriors nodded, and Fireheart began to picture himself charging through the prickly course of the uplands in search of the lost clan. You will need herbs for strength and to keep your hunger away. Fetch them from Yellowfang before you leave. Tiger Claw paused. And don't forget that Night Pile is planning to travel to the Moonstone tonight. Keep well out of his way. Yes, Tiger Claw, replied Fireheart. Tigerclaw paused, and don't forget that Night Pelt is playing. Uh, yes, Tigerclaw replied Fireheart. He'll never know we were, we were there. Graystripe, Graystripe assured him, as I would expect, meowed Tigerclaw. Now go. Without another word, he turned and bounded away. He might have wished us good luck, Graystripe complained. He probably thinks we, we don't need it, joked Fireheart as they crossed the clearing towards Yelfing Den. But at the same time, he reflected Tigerclaw seemed to be treating them with as much respect as any warrior. Was it possible that he wasn't the traitor that Ravenpaw thought? It was still cold despite the rising sun. But neither cat shivered and Fireheart could see could feel his fur beginning to thick, thicken as the days grew shorter. Yellowfang's den lay at the end of the tunnel. Under ferns, a large split of rock stood in a corner of a small shaded glade. Spotleaf had lived, lived there before Yellowfang. The memory of the gentle tortoiseshell medicine cat tugged at Fireheart's heart. Spotleaf had been killed by a Shadow Clan warrior. He missed his this. He missed her desperately. 
yellow thing, gray stripe, called, We've come for traveling herbs. The two cats heard a horse mew from the shadow in the center of the rock, and yellow thing squeezed her, squeezed out of the crack. Where are you going? she asked. We've got, we've got to find Wind Clan and bring it home. Fireheart told her, unable to find, to hide the pride in his voice. Your first warrior mission, Rasp, Rasp Yellowfang. Congratulations. I'll fetch the herbs. <coughs> My voice cracked. <laughs> I'll fetch the herbs you will need. She turned. She returned a few moments later, carrying a small bundle of dried leaves in her mouth. Enjoy, she purred, laying them on the ground. Fireheart and Graystripe chewed obediently on the unappetizing leaves. Yuck, spat Graystripe, just as bad as last time, Fireheart, me- Fireheart nodded, screwing up his face. Spotleaf had, had given them the same herbs they had. They, jur- they journeyed with Blue Star to the Moonstone. Graystripe swallowed the last mouthful and nudged Fireheart's shoulder with his nose. Come on, slow slug, slow slug, let's get going. Bye, he called to Yelping over his shoulder as he sprinted out of the glade. Wait for me, meowed Fireheart, chasing after his friend. Goodbye, good luck, youngsters, Yelping meowed after them. As he raced through the tunnel, Fireheart heard the ferns rustling in the morning breeze. They seemed to be whispering, good luck, travel safely. And that is the end of chapter three. Goodbye. And yeah, bye.